0: Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 18th of March, 2020 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. The rest of the world is catching up with our recent trend of social distancing. This city has been working from home. Our kids have been learning from home, and our teachers have been teaching from home since January. And believe me, we know how the rest of the world feels. Isolation can be a problem, but it can also be an opportunity. It's a time to start new habits and to reflect on how lucky we are in our daily lives and check that our neighbors are doing okay. Today as we avoid large crowds and mask up to go outside, we'll be listening to two stories about getting away from the crowd. First, we have X, who's really getting away from it all, and then Kristen, who tells of her quest to find solitude. Before we get to today's stories, though, a great big thank you goes out to all our loyal Hong Kong listeners. We appreciate you spending your time with us and our stories. Thanks go out as well to our overseas listeners, especially those listening in Halifax in Canada, Cricklewood in the UK, and Taipei in Taiwan. Thanks for letting our stories into your ears. We had a few hiccups along the way for our next live show, but now we're getting prepared and ready to go on April 23rd at 8 p.m. at The Riff at the 8th floor of the California Tower in Lan Kwai Fong. The show will have the theme Fifty Shades of Red, and we're really looking forward to getting back into the swing of things. Ticketing details will be up soon. Check the website hongkongstories.com for details. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. And now with the story from our October 2019 show, here is X.
1: Started from St. Petersburg in 2012, I traveled all the way to the west, targeting Siberia. Rather than hopping city to city by bus or by train, mostly I walk in order to explore the world outside daily routine and test myself under any situations. The following episode happened during 2014 summer in Canada, just before my way bring me from Yukon to British Columbia province i had was still long walk along on alaska highway that morning just beside the quiet highway i saw a log cabin style motel abandoned. (laughs) Even the door had vanished. Most likely this one will not bring me a safe and free accommodation as last time in a jail. (laughs) Still too early to go to bed. How about have an exploration? Tell by the stuff and dust inside. The motel was left for some year, not returned. In this 60s setting, I feel I'm traveling back to the past. Suddenly, an idea emerged. What about being a guest in the past? So I decided, forgo, my daily progress. Stay in that motel for that night. <laughs> Had a general check of the building. I walk up extremely carefully on a broken and shaky staircase. The only access to the upper floor. That means safer sleep. I enter one of the 10 rooms, look outside, realize the whole motel was not totally abandoned. (laughs) Outside the window, pile of birds poo indicate it was still occupied by swallow, (laughs) also by eggs that night. To make the bed in my room, I take away the mattress. Surprise! I unearth great stuff. Playboy magazines. <laughs> Still legible. <laughs> to read or not to read? Why not? Unfortunately, photos of naked woman do not turn me on. <laughs> I am completely strict. That's the matter of generation gap, definitely. (laughs) As the playmates inside are grandmas nowadays. (laughs) I was reading a dirty dirty magazine from last century. The 1997 issue. <laughs> Spent a peaceful night without dream in the time capsule. It still surprised me another mo- the next morning. In the Grand Floor kitchen cabinet, I found trays of canned soup with choice for red or white and also packs of spaghettis. I'm more interested in white soup. I take a can and investigate it. It's still in shelf condition. On it printed eight digit numbers. I interpret that as March 21st, 1981. But no idea whether it is manufacture day or expiry day. <laughs> In either way, the soup is, was elder than me. <laughs> While the spaghetti was contemporary, not yet expired, two more years to go. So I left it alone as it was left by someone recently, they may need it and come back to retrieve soon. <laughs> I opened a can of Year 81 soup. Out of my expectation, I saw tofu skin switch soup rather than fake creamy soup. A moment later, I realize time made the soup went off. Tofu skin is congealed fat. To eat or not to eat? <laughs> By Napoleon order, canned food was invented to last. Why not eating? I emptied the contents into my pot, heating it up, restore its youth creamy texture. (laughs) While the color color was never changed throughout these 33 years, (laughs) I sipped the soup, swallowed. The taste of my senior was cream mushroom as days. Finish the antique breakfast. <laughs> I, nothing unfortunate happened. I was still walking nonstop for three hours in British Columbia on Alaska Highway and telling this story after five years in Hong Kong now.
0: We do not recommend that you eat canned food from a previous century, but we've checked and X is still feeling okay so far. Our regular free storytelling workshops have been on hold for the last weeks, but we'll be inviting people to share their stories once again in the coming weeks. And in the meantime, if you have a story you want to tell, you can get in touch through our Contact Us page on hongkongstories.com. And now, with the story of a different kind of social distancing, here is Kristen.
2: I am very sensible, especially when I am drunk. (laughs) And right now, I am really drunk. It's a few years after college, and I've been enjoying myself a bit too much at a New Year's Eve party. The hostesses are former classmates whom I don't know well, although we've been at many of the same parties over the years. We're part of the same large group of friends, overlapping groups of friends, who spend our weekends pretty much as we did when we were students, drinking, dancing, sometimes sleeping on each other's sofas, We have matured in small ways, though. Keg beer is still a party staple. But now that we all have entry-level jobs and entry-level paychecks, we also serve entry-level spirits (laughs) and snacks. There are more couples among us, with some of the significant others from outside the friend group. This crowded party is heavy on both cocktails and couples. The party is taking place in the same suburban neighborhood of identical-looking brick houses where I live with three friends. I've never been in this house, but I feel very at home. The layout of our houses is exactly the same. The same living room and dining room are in the same place on the ground floor, with the same kitchen in between. Right now, These rooms are spinning. I need to lie down. But even in my drunkenness, I know that it is too far and too cold for me to walk home alone. Sensible. But I don't want to drag anyone away from the party to walk home with me. Mature. I know. I will slip upstairs for just a bit and close my eyes. The party is still in full swing, and no one will notice I'm missing. Genius. (laughs) Holding the banister, I climb the stairs, swaying as I go. The doors are closed, but I can see that the layout up here is also the same as in my house. I open the door on the left. This is where my bedroom is in my house and close it behind me without turning on the light. (laughs) I am confident I will find the bed against the wall, same as in my room, because it's the most sensible spot. (laughs) And I am right. I fumble for the covers, but they're pulled tight and hard to fold back. No matter, I curl up at the edge of the bed in my jeans and sweater, and slip into that peaceful sleep that's also known as passing out. At some point, I don't know how long I've been asleep slash unconscious, I half-wake and scoop myself back from the edge of the bed. But something is blocking me. I push harder. Is something pushing back? It's hard to tell what's happening in this dark, disoriented state. Whoa, is something moving? Still lying down, I open one eye. A small lamp is on. In the low light, I see a woman standing, tying a robe around herself. She is one of the party hostesses. She is reserved and refined, and I don't think I've ever spoken to her. A man is standing beside the bed, wearing only his boxer shorts. I don't know him, but he has a lot to say to me. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Why are you in here? What is wrong with you? <laughs> All good questions. <laughs> I sit up very slowly. My brain is moving even more slowly. I look at this attractive, agitated, near-naked couple standing before me, and I realize what I have done. I have climbed into bed with these people, (laughs) these people I don't know, and passed out without realizing they were there. I don't know if they were sleeping or getting busy, but they're doing neither of those things right now. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what the etiquette is in this situation. <laughs> I do know this is not how any of us intended to ring in the new year. And if this couple was considering a threesome at some point, this is definitely not what they had in mind. I am mortified. I feel extremely immature. But I am still sensible. I need to get out of here quickly. I am sorry. I am so sorry. I rush downstairs and head straight for one of my roommates. We need to leave. Now, I see this couple at other parties in the months that follow. <laughs> I avoid eye contact. I take circuitous routes through crowded rooms to avoid all contact. We never mention this incident, and we eventually go our separate ways. A lot has happened since then, and I like to think I've become more mature and more sensible. These days, I am rarely drunk, I never pass out at parties, and I always check the bed before climbing in. (laughs)
0: Thanks for listening to today's stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.